Welcome to the Network Marketing Heroes Podcast, hosted by 40-year network marketing veteran, author of best-selling books, The Four-Year Career, and Mach 2 with Your Hair on Fire, and world-renowned speaker, Richard Bliss Brook. When it comes to success in network marketing, who better to learn from than leaders who have actually done it? Listen as Richard interviews top leaders and gives you a behind-the-scenes look at how they did it. You'll get incredible tips and duplicable actions you can do right now to build your own four-year career. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive discount code to get 10% off Richard's easy-to-use tools that will help propel your network marketing business to the next level at blissbusiness.com. Another network marketing hero call. And today from St. Pete, Florida, we have Sonia Magruder. Say hi, Sonia. Hi, Richard. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Oh, you're welcome. You have an extraordinary story of triumph and adversity and legacy income and crushing the four-year career that I wanted to get your story on record to inspire other people. Sonia is a four-star crown director in Purium. And I forget, Sonia, how long has Purium been in business? Purium has been in business around 16 years. Yeah, so solid legacy company, residual income products, asset income. And yet Sonia and her husband, Doug, have only been building for seven years. And they're already at the top of Purium, which doesn't really mean anything. But when you see what kind of business she's built, that means a lot. So in seven years, Sonia has amassed an organization approaching 40,000 people. And they're at the top rank in Purium with a few other people. And Purium, uh, perhaps most of you have never heard of the company or you've heard of the company, not really uh, like the glitziest company, not the, not the most famous company, but incredibly pure Purium products uh, with raving fans all over the world and definitely one of those legacy companies that we like to talk about because what most people do in network marketing is they build their business, but they don't really pay attention to what company they're building it in. And then like me, happened to me 40 years ago, I leaned my, my ladder against the wrong wall. And after eight years of building an extraordinary empire, four years later, company's out of business. So you don't want that. You want to build it a legacy company. So congratulations, Sonia, for building that multimillionaire rarefied air business and network marketing and doing it in the right company. Thank you so much, Richard. It's been so much fun. Um, Doug and I had not done this before. So this was our first and only experience in network marketing. And it's been a blast. It, yeah. there are so many beautiful things about it and so many things that are so gratifying. Yeah. Well, tell us some stories. So the first story I like to hear about is who were you and where were you and what were you doing before you ever heard of Purium? So I, I am a real estate broker 
and have been in real estate for like, I don't know, 21 years now. I was doing real estate full time, 60 to 70 hours average a week. I was also a caregiver, Doug and I both. My mom, the last two years of my mom's life, she lived in our house and we took care of her. She had dementia. So we had a lot on our plates and I was making a great income. Like real estate can be extremely lucrative. And I, I was good at it. I was like one of the top agents in my market. However, I did not have very much downtime. And then being with being a caregiver too, there was just a lot going on and I just couldn't I couldn't go on a vacation. I couldn't go on a vacation and not work. You know, it was like you're on demand 24-7. And people kind of in this age of technology expect instantaneous response. So it was very stressful. So from the standpoint of wanting to feel better, my husband and I, a trusted relative, friend really, but he's my cousin, was talking about these products and posting it on his Facebook. And I knew what a health nut he was and how he researches everything. So I couldn't give him my credit card fast enough because I was just like, here, okay, just tell us what to do. How do we do this? So we had this incredible product experience, literally mind blowing. And then I just naturally wanted to tell everybody because I knew other people felt like me. Other people were dragging and drinking coffee all day long and waking up exhausted like we were and wanted to lose weight and had stress. So I was just like, okay, I got to let all all my friends and everybody know about this. This is so awesome. And people were asking us because they could see. So that was the genesis of it. Started out as a raving fan, happy customer. And then it just evolved, you know, and and my cousin, he didn't even tell me about the business. (laughs) I figured it out. That's so typical. (laughs) Yeah. He, he thought I would never be interested because he said I already had a successful business. And he's like, I never thought in a million years you would be interested in doing this as a business. You had so much on your plate. You were so busy. You had so much going yeah. on. You know? Wow. And uh, that's, so there's, that's the first huge nugget right there, folks, is uh, don't prejudge people because even the most successful people you know, if something happens to them physically, or they have to become, for example, a caregiver, or, you know, if they can't show up to work, their income usually stops. And realtors, I mean, I, you know, real estate is a great career. It's a lot of fun. And I don't know, it probably has a little bit of freedom to it. But you're absolutely right, Sonia. When you're a realtor, you're, you're 24-7. If you don't show yeah. that house when I want to see it, I'm calling somebody else. You got it. Because I'm not waiting. And that puts you working seven days a week. And, and it, you know, missing somebody's phone call or telling somebody, no, I'm out on a hike, you know, or, <laughs> you know, we took a couple of days and went to the lake, you know, that could cost you fifty or $100,000, right? So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, realtors. Like next. Realtors are great candidates for network marketing. They know how to network. They know how to market. They're addicted to kind of working from home and having that freedom. You know, they can go to the coffee shop whenever they want, uh, but they don't have asset income. And so how did you find out about the income opportunity? I looked, when my cousin was posting about it on his Facebook, I, I looked up, I think he put his link there. And I went to it and I 
kind of figured it out because I think I saw opportunity or something on there. And, and I thought like, Oh, it's one of those things, you know, like I, because yeah. kind of, right. I knew about network marketing, I knew what it was. Yeah. So I, I thought that, you know, and at that very moment of just buying the products, I didn't think too much about it. But once we had that experience, then it was, you know, shouted from the rooftops. So how did you, how did you get past it's one of those things and what was the process you went through to learn about one of those things? Like, how did you get past whatever you thought about it? Did you study? Did you go to an event? Did you talk to somebody? Well, actually this might surprise you and might surprise people watching this, but when I thought it's one of those things, it wasn't negative. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it was, oh, it's one of those things. And I know, I think there's like an opportunity to make money with it, which is cool. So it wasn't even like in a negative way. It was yeah. neutral at that point. But then once I had the product experience, it's like, hey, I'm not stupid. Like, I'm going to talk about this anyway. I'm not going to leave money on the table. If they're willing, the company's willing to reward me. I refer plumbers and roofers and lawn people out all the time. Yeah. As a realtor, everybody's asking for those kind of things. I don't ever get anything from that. You know, I don't ever get a referral fee or anything. So I was cool with it. I thought it was going to be fun. You remember how much your first check was? I believe it was $18. <laughs> and <clears throat> did you have a response to that at all? Did that, what, it, what, so, it, what was the message that $18 sent you? I was making a multiple six figure income with real estate. So that was my bread and butter yeah. But for $18 was like, Oh, cool. That's a bottle of wine. Yeah. That's lunch out at a restaurant. So I thought it was kind of cool. It was incremental income coming in. Yep. It's fun. People who like to achieve for me, achievement is like oxygen to me. Yep. I love it more than the money. Like it's more the, the achievement hitting the goal. So it almost was like a game, like, oh, cool. Here's a check for $18. What's the next one going to be? You know, so I wasn't thinking full blown, like engaging right at that moment, but it was a little bit of like a taste. And then once my cousin knew that I was going to work the business, he did say something very profound to me. He's a really good, awesome businessman. And he said the words, everyone should have residual income in their portfolio. Ooh, portfolio. Yes. I love that. That was like click, you know, because we were always, my husband and I were always looking for the next, we have rental property. So we were always looking for the next rental, buying a stream of income. Takes yep. a lot of money to do that. Yep. Or maybe like a stock that paid a dividend of maybe three to $500 a month to add to our portfolio, having multiple streams. But all those things really take a lot of capital investment. So we were thinking, you know, we had a portfolio. So when he said that, and I say it now, when I'm talking to successful people, because they get it. Yeah. So I love that when he said that. I've never forgotten it. Yeah, it might help people, Sonia, to give them an example. <clears throat> so if you're talking about buying a stock that's going to pay you $500 a month in a dividend, how much money are you going to invest in that stock? I don't, I'm guessing at least several hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, at least, at least a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, and if you're going to buy a rental house, that's going to net you after 
maintenance and management and all of that hassle, you know, a couple of thousand dollars a month in the St. Pete market. What's that house worth? Um, that house is going to be probably about 300,000. Yeah. It's going to be like on the lower end. Yeah. And so what, you know, what people could be thinking about is how long would it take you and how much, how, how much would you have to scrimp and save and get by and give up lifestyle and fun and travel and stuff? And for how many years, or better, how many decades, to save after taxes $300,000 so you could buy a little rental house to make two grand a month? <laughs> and to go and to deal with all the things that come with a rental too. Oh my gosh, yes. I got rid of all mine because I got tired of the phone calls. And perhaps replace them with network marketers calling me, but I'd rather have a network <laughs> marketer calling me than the lady who has two giant dogs who scratched all the doors up and then, mm -hmm. then uh, declared uh, her dogs didn't do it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we still have some rental properties and we get the every, it never fails. Whenever we're out of town, we get the call. Oh, there's a leak or the pipe broke or the toilet right. logged or it's always when we're out of town. We're actually divesting now and, and getting yeah. smart. So, Hey, tell us about, your build, Sonia, because, you know, I think most of the people listening to a hero call are, you know, they're, they're not at the end of their four year career. They, they haven't crushed it yet. They are, um, you know, maybe just getting started or maybe they're in struggle mode. Maybe they're trying to figure it out, trying to learn to believe in themselves, believe in the model. How, what was your first year like? Tell us some stories, maybe give us some stats. How many people did you enroll and, and how did you position the products and the opportunity that people said yes? So I would say my first year, I think I enrolled, I feel kind of like a slacker saying this, but I think I enrolled about 40 people my first year. That's actually perfect. That's oh. your textbook. Oh, cool. Thank you. And back then, seven years ago, my company didn't have all the tools we have now, didn't right. have videos, didn't have the app, all the stuff that we have now. So I was just kind of going on instinct and skills that I was transferring from being in real estate. Cause you know, that's when I started that, what did I do? I, it was commission only right. I talked to everybody and anybody and everybody who might want to buy or sell a house. Yep. I just got out and started talking and connecting with people and doing that. So same, I just did the same thing with this. And I started thinking who I talked about the products a lot, but I also started thinking who are those people that might have like a big sphere of influence and they're go-getters too, that they're, they're always really sharp. They're successful at whatever they do. And some of the people were total strangers, but I felt like they had a built-in client base, you know, some of them and were entrepreneurial at the same yep. time. Yep. So like when people say to me on my team, like, I don't really know anybody or I've talked to my whole war market. Then I tell them, well, the top three legs that I have, each one of those people that, I spoke to that is now the, res the leg as a result of that. All three of those were, were cold market. They weren't wow. people that knew. And so tell us about them. Who are they and how did you meet them? Um, well, I'll, we probably don't have time for me to talk about all of them, but I'll tell you the most recent one yeah, sure. who was a total stranger. And I actually met her through social media and approached her. 
you know, I saw what she was doing and felt it was very aligned health and wellness with what we have. Yep. And she initially ignored me. You know, I DM'd her on Instagram. <laughs> she didn't answer me back. And so, of course, I circled back and I was like, hey, I know you probably get a gazillion messages and I'm sure mine got buried. So here's what I and I did approach her with the business. I see what you do. I think what we have really aligns. And this could also this would be great for your clients and a great revenue stream for you. And then she very sweetly and politely with like little heart emojis said, oh, thank you so much, but I'm not interested. Yeah. So, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. <laughs> yeah. So I just said, would you just try the products? No strings attached. She did. She was blown away. And this was right around maybe just slightly over a year ago. So she's, she's a social media influencer, but forget that part. Because you could be an influencer in your community. You could have a sphere of influence anywhere. It could be on social right. media. It could be in real life. Right. She's a motivated person. That's the key. So fast forward a little bit over a year later, she just hit the rank of Black Diamond in our company last night. Wow. Yeah. That is so awesome. I don't know what Black Diamond is, but uh, if it has anything to do with skiing, that's pretty elite. <laughs> and speaking of skiing, so this girl, every time she goes on a European vacation, she does a big rank advancement. Wow. She went skiing in January in, in Italy for three months. And this is what she says. She says, this is my dream job because I can be out here skiing and then I can be sitting at this little cafe overlooking the mountains and I can be working with my team. And, and she, the last time she went to Italy, she actually prospected someone there. And that person just hit diamond last night. So wow. it's when you find a motivated person that just gets it. I will tell you something, Richard. You did not say a word to me about this, okay? Uh, like for today, for the Zoom. But I want to tell you, one of the things that elevated her belief in the beginning, her and her husband both, and like kind of brought him up a notch, was this. Kimmy's Wait a minute, that's Kimmy's book. That's I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, she's eavesdropping too. She's over here. And, and but like the men are reading, it's for women, but the men are reading it too. And they they saw like, they got it. This was, they didn't, she's never done network marketing before. She thought initially she was treating this like affiliate. Like, oh, I'm going to put this in my smoothie on my stories. And oh, some people bought it. But then, you know, I really painted that vision for her, cast that vision of the leverage that this could give her, and then gave them this little power tool here. Yeah, smart. And, and now they have this one. <laughs> they do. The, the boring one. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. This is the one. Now everybody's clamoring for this. Uh, well, it's a one-two punch. So, yes. Well, the reason Kimmy wrote The Four-Year Career for Women is – needed to have a feminine or lighter slant than all the number crunching I did in the four-year career. I'm glad those tools, um, well, that's what they're designed for because most people don't get it. They don't understand the economic mathematical process and the, the natural process. Just, you know, you're kind of rare. You saw the products. And you understood, hey, I'm going to talk about them anyway. I might as well get paid. That's a natural yeah. process of a networker. Most people really don't get that whole thing, though. So 
that's the purpose of the books and I'm glad they're serving you well. Yeah, well the girl that's that this girl enrolled when she went to Italy the end of last year and the one that just hit diamond last night, she posted this on her Instagram stories. She was oh. on the plane back to Italy. She was here in Florida. We got together. She was reading it on the plane and she texted me and she said she said the same thing. This is my dream job. I cannot believe that this came to me, you know, that I'm able to do this and that it's so exciting and it's so much fun. And she said, now that I'm reading, thank you so much for the book. Now that I'm reading the book, I'm even more excited. So it does help people kind of see it at that next level. So I just wanted to share that. And I, you didn't ask me to plug the books or anything. <laughs> you sincerely, thank you, these are my go-tos. Everybody eats these up. You know, when I have new excited people, I want to start using it more for prospecting. And I am, I actually have somebody that I'm going to be using it with for that. Yeah, it takes a little bit of work to get a prospect to read it. And of course, most of them don't read it, but uh, it's worth doing the work to get a prospect to read it before you present to them, because now you're presenting to an entirely different person. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's an automatic enrollment, but your, your percentage of people that you enroll will go right through the roof if they even if they just look through the book for mm -hmm. 20 or 30 minutes. So um, first year, 40 people. Do you remember how many people you enrolled the second year? I don't remember, but I know by year four, it was around 100. Yeah. So uh, when, I, you, you, when I said your first year was textbook, the reason I said that, Sonia, is I've interviewed now about 110 people that have crushed the four-year career. And I try to catch people around year five, year six, year seven, uh, so that the work that they did has had a chance to exponentially grow. And, and I only interview people that uh, have built in a legacy company because that's the only ones that matter. Um, and what I found is out of 110, about 105 have personally enrolled 80 to 100 people not necessarily in their first two years, but in a two-year period. So they've compressed that number of enrollments in a 24-month period. And then when you compress those enrollments, that's when you get the energy and the fire and people start spinning off of each other and being uh, inspired by each other. And it creates group energy. And, and out of those 100 people, you're going to get four or five or six or seven or eight leaders. And that's what builds an empire. How many did you get out of the hundred? How many are leaders that are building something? I would say about four or five. Yep. Four five. yep that's about normal. So, you know, people are looking for like, what's the secret? How do you do it? Right. And, the, the challenge is you probably never could have picked those four or five people. You couldn't have just gone to those four or five people. They just sort of pop out of the soup, right? It's like you put a yeah. bunch of kernels in the popcorn machine, you turn up the heat, and you get the four that pop the highest. And those four, well, how is it that those four do it for you? Well, folks, they do the same thing. They go out and they enroll 50 or 60 or 80 or 100 or 200 people. And so they find their four. 
and those four do the same thing. And it goes on generation to generation to generation. So seven years later, Sonia, you have almost 40,000 people on your team. Do you know how many generations deep it is? I think it's about close to 20. <laughs> well, pretty soon you will have everybody in the world on your team, according to geometric progression. Oh, I like that. <laughs> well, what you just said, though, Richard, is so true. You know, sometimes people will say to me, like, okay, I got my three. Like the first three people. That they, yeah, right, right. Oh, I yeah. got my three. You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know right. if they're start out great and then fizzle out or life happens or whatever. So it does take your, so right, that massive action, that energy towards recruiting personal prospecting and enrolling and never getting into management mode. That's to me, that's like the kiss of death. Being yeah. in management mode. Right. Management uh, mode doesn't inspire anybody. And we're in the inspiration yeah. business. Exactly. And you know, business. no surprise, this person I was telling you about who just hit black diamond last two months, she's or actually probably the last four months, top enroller in our entire organization. So she could see like, okay, I've got some people, they're good. They may not be running as fast as I am or as I want to. And she just started, you know, picking up the phone. She's a big proponent of the phone, letting people hear your voice, yep. reaching out every single day consistently. And that has duplicated all the way down. And, and that's what I do. Like that's, I want to do what I want duplicated. I don't ever feel like I've arrived, you know, like, oh, I can just sit back. I've arrived. I feel that, and because I love to build and I love to help people achieve. I like to achieve. I like to help people achieve. It's so fun. I want to just keep going. Beautiful. So give us some wisdom. Seven years creates a lot of wisdom. That's a lot of people. That's thousands and thousands of conversations. Some, some heartbreak in there, some disappointment, lots of, uh, celebration. What is the biggest mistake that you've made in seven years, Sonia? Maybe you made it one time or maybe it was just a bad habit. Probably. I feel like I've gotten really better at this, but probably trying to drag people that maybe didn't want it as much as I wanted it for them rather than I love you. I'm here for you. Let me know when you're ready to really do this. You know, hope springs eternal. Right. Me. So, you know, I, but I've, I've gotten away from that because it's working with the wrong people. I would just, not that there's anything wrong. They're awesome people. They're beautiful. They're great friends and everything, but not putting my time where it should be the people who deserve it because they show that they're motivated by their actions, not by their talk or their desire, but maybe that desire isn't followed by action. So I feel like I've gotten a lot better than that, but that was kind of like the first couple of years. Yeah. Well, you could probably interview all 40,000 people on your team and say, Hey, would you like Perium to send you a check for $5,000 a month? They're all going to say yes. Right. True. But that doesn't have anything to do with whether or not they're actually going to do the work, which will take years to create that. And, you know, it sounds like what you're speaking to one way uh, that I've heard that put is to just 
love people where they're at and in instead of you know people people do give us clues we don't maybe want to pay so much attention to what they say but the clues are the footprints that they leave right mm -hmm. and so if you watch what people actually do and then you just accept and love them where they're at that doesn't mean you don't keep inspiring them but where the angst can come in is when we're like, come on, come on, you should be doing this, right? When their footprints are clearly telling us they're not ready to do it. They may never be ready to do it, but they love the products. And hey, nothing is more important than people using the product. So yeah. <laughs> love we them love right having, there. Yeah, we love having them as part of our community. We For love sure. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And if that's all somebody wants to do, that's great because it's, it's their journey. It's not mine, but I am going to go find those people who do want to do it because right. we're also in the business of helping people, like transforming their health, transforming their wealth. And the only way to really scale that and help more and more people, as many as possible, is by getting more people that are motivated who want to work and want to do that. Yep. So what's the smartest thing you've done in seven years? not stayed in management mode. <laughs> <laughs> and so what does not being in management mode look like for you? You're at the top of the company. You have a huge organization, a multi, multi, multi million dollar asset and business. What are you, what do you do that's not management mode? So what I do, of course, I am working with the people, mentoring people that are the people that we talked about that are motivated, that want to do this, that are working, they're showing it by their actions. That's a priority. That That's a huge priority to mentor them and help them develop into leaders. But I don't do it to the exclusion of personal prospecting and enrolling. So right. I continue to personally prospect and enroll constantly. And, you know, I, I love your teachings and your methods and everything where it's connecting with people. You know, you're out, you're connecting with people and building relationships. And it's so easy and it so quickly can get to that point in the conversation where somebody just says, what do you do? Right. You know, it, it's not hard. You're genuinely and authentically connecting and listening to people, you know, learning about them. So I find that by consistently prospect, personally prospecting and enrolling people, but the, the prospecting, the constant activity of that it becomes just like anything, you know, practice makes perfect. It becomes effortless. Right. It, you don't have that air of desperation because you're doing it so much and you're keeping your funnel so full that if somebody says no, or they're not ready right now, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. And you literally become like a magnet when you do it so much, you're putting off a different energy. Your confidence is higher. Your posture is strong. And I can't tell you how many people I've just been talking, like I didn't even get into a conversation about this with them at that point that they want to know what I do. They're like fascinated. Like, what do you do? I have to know. So it's just having that confidence and it's energy. Everything is energy. We're right. energy. So. So when somebody asks you what, you what you do, I'm sure you have several answers to that, but what do you generally tell them? Well, someone asked me the other day and she was a, a vegan chef and I was actually going to meet her to pick up some food the pre-made meals that she does. And she said, cause she probably was wondering why at two o'clock in the afternoon I was wearing 
leggings. <laughs> right. Wasn't at a job or anything. Networkers three-piece suit. <laughs> yeah. So I just said, I said, I have an organic nu- nutrition business and it's awesome. It's online, super clean products. Actually, you should take a look at this. I think it would line up with exactly what you're doing. But she mentioned that the chef thing was a side hustle to her regular job. So, you know, this, this could really fit in and be really complimentary with what you're doing. Super quick yep. conversation in that particular situation. Right. Well, it, what's smart there is you're, you're calling an audible based on who she is, what she's interested in. So if you were talking to a real estate agent, you might say something different. Oh, absolutely. Totally different. And it would be probably less focused, like the beginning lead would be more about the business. Right. Wouldn't be uh, my organic uh, nutritional product because they may not care. But residual income, that's something they, uh, you probably throw that portfolio thing on them. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Portfolio, plan B. I've lived through the crash of, you know, I was full-time in real estate when all that happened. And I got, it really made me realize that I had to diversify that it got, even though I didn't do it right then and there, but it got me thinking, you know, whoa, all my eggs are in one basket. Yeah. Smart to diversify. Yeah. And, you know, you said the smartest thing you did was stay out of management mode. And one of the things we talked about early on in your stories is you just recently broke this new black diamond, right? So I'm thinking, wow, what an extraordinary impact on your existing team. The people that have been around for five, six, seven years, they see you personally reach out on social media, make a connection romance this gal until she finally tries the products then she sees the opportunity and now she's breaking top ranks in the company they all see that they see you're doing that with somebody you didn't know Mm -hmm. and that's what leadership is because if you can do it as a four-star crown (laughs) look at my notes If you can be doing it as a four-star crown, that just screams to them, hey, this is what we do. And I love the way you you articulated it, Sonia, that when you get in the habit of it, when it becomes who you are, it's just what you do instead of, oh, I have to do this. I'm trying to do this. I got to make sure I, you know, do enough of this. When it it's out there and you're trying to do it because you're supposed to doesn't work so well when you work on a vision of, Hey, this is who I am. And this is how I am with people. And then when you meet people, you just create those connections. And one of the things you said is so profound. If you only have two or three people in your pipeline, what each one of them says and does matters, right? You're like, yeah, What do you mean you don't want to get started? (laughs) I need you to get started. Right. If you have 20 or 30 people in your pipeline, somebody says, I'm busy next month. You're like, whatever. Fine. Cool. Because you got lots of irons in the fire. Yeah. And I I actually say, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, please do. Before I forget, I wanted to say, I have this saying, people prospect just enough to get irritated. I love that. 
they don't do it enough to get past that point of having just those couple of people. This one says no, this one's not returning their calls. And the third one, who knows what they're doing. Nobody, everybody, you know, everybody says no, nobody, whatever, you know, so it's just enough to make you irritated because you're not doing it enough to break past that. Right. Get in that flow and that rhythm of when you have the full pipeline and you're not desperate. Right. And you know what, folks, what we do here is no different than real estate, insurance, you know, if you sell cars, you know, whatever business you're in, if you're a plumber, right? I imagine you carry business cards with you. And whenever you're out talking to people and you say, they say, what do you do? And you say, you're a plumber. I'm sure you're thinking or you're looking for an opportunity. If you ever need a plumber, call me, right? If you're a realtor, if you need a realtor, call me. If you need insurance, call me. If you need a car, call me. What we do is the same thing. And so if you can move your head and your heart into that space where you actually own and you res- you respect and you admire your company, your products, and the model of network marketing enough to tell people, hey, this is who I am and what I do. And then you just, how you go through life is Johnny Appleseed, right? Just plant the seeds and let them grow. You plant enough seeds, you're going to end up with four liters four years from now. Mm-hmm. And then you got a life of freedom. Speaking of a life of freedom, Sonia, what's up for you and Doug as we wrap this up? What's the next four years look like for you? What are you going to be doing? Well, so we just moved down here to St. Petersburg and downtown. We absolutely love it. We're kind of living the urban lifestyle. I love that. That's the opposite of us. It's the opposite of us, but I I like the idea of you drop down the elevator and you're right into the whatever the scene yeah we're we're in a house but we're like five minutes from the scene so okay cool yeah we absolutely love it it's so much fun here so you know we probably want to just continue here and we'll see where that takes us we're selling our rental properties and like i said divesting of those and just hope to you know just want to keep doing more of the same like the the people that we're working with on our team that are working and ranking and they're, follow, they're implementing, following the system that we have, which is so simple. It works when they do that. So just finding more of those people that want to do that, that are coachable and, and willing to do that. And then inspiring, you know, our existing team, of course, to continue doing the same. And maybe coming to Hawaii for a retreat or something. <laughs> well, we're here and we have retreats and we'd love to have you for sure. You'd be such that would be an inspiration. Awesome to the other ladies, you know, so in listening to your answer, we, we position network marketing very often as, you know, build it once, get paid forever for your career. Okay. Well, what do you do then? You're five, six and seven and 10 and you're 17 retire from network marketing. Well, you could, but what really is there to retire from? Right. Like, and it's kind of addictive. Well, it's addictive. Plus, once you're making really good money, how could you not talk about what you do, which is doing it? And so it's the most beautiful career I have ever heard of or discovered. 
and I'm honored to be on the same high road path as you, Sonia. You you have always shown up for me in our profession as one of those people that um, really cares about your reputation. You care about other people. You care about the spiritual part of the business far more than the money. Mm-hmm. And you're a, you're a giver and a contributor and a leader in lifting other people up and representing a great company that, you know, that takes vision, that takes leadership to not always be looking at the fastest and the shiniest company in the profession, which they don't tend to last very long, but to hunker down and build an empire uh, in a company that has proven that people will fall in love with these products and buy them forever. And that's where our asset income comes from, those customers. Yeah. Thank you so much, Richard, for your kind words. And, you know, I feel like like attracts like. And I've always been drawn to your leadership and your mentorship. I've met you in person and had conversations with you. And I just love your philosophy on how to build this in this profession the right way. You know, build with integrity, build with in a way that you're going to have sustainability. So I, I've learned so much from you, and I get. Well, Kimmy and I have a great vision we're holding for you and Doug in the next seven wow. years of your career in network marketing. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on a network marketing hero call. And folks, listen to this over and over again. You'll learn stuff every time you listen to it. And probably the most important thing is share it with your team. Because the number one thing missing for your team to be building like Sonia is, or perhaps like you are, is vision and belief. And they can get vision and belief from listening to the stories of people that have made it happen. So thank you, Sonia. Thank you all for listening to another Hero Call. We'll see you next time. Over and out. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Richard Bliss Brooks Network Marketing Heroes Podcast. If you are inspired and are ready to create your own success story, then it is time to take advantage of some of the top network marketing tools available. Pick up the top recruiting tool that has prospects saying, yes, the four-year career and the four-year career for women. Get your mindset right. Without a clear vision, success is lost. Check out the best-selling book on vision, Mach 2 with your hair on fire. Learn to think like a successful person with this step-by-step guide on how to break through your self-imposed limitations. Mach 2 Vision Training is a 90-minute four-part video training where you get Richard to walk you through crafting your vision. It's a must for anyone looking to step outside the box and hit the ground running. For 10% off your order, use the discount code HERO at checkout. If you're serious about building your business, make sure to subscribe to Richard's blog for all the latest tools and articles. This success story is not typical. It is meant to inspire you and show you what's possible. It is not what you should expect to accomplish. Your income will depend entirely on you, your commitment, your work ethic, your leadership, and your ability to acquire customers and inspire sales leaders to join your team. Most people who start off intending to build a sales team do not maintain their motivation to continue.